When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gaze. I'm your host, Larry. There are so many things that we have to talk about. First of all, happy Friday. Second of all, I can finally tell you guys about the second thing that I did on my trip to New York City. I got to go to the clubhouse and I got to go to a filming of Watch What Happens Live. And guys, let me tell you, it was such a vibe. From like the moment we got there until the moment we left, it was so much fun. And I can't wait. I'm just want to like tell you guys like all about it. So I booked this trip to New York with one of my girlfriends. We obviously were going for like pillows and beer. It was also like her brother's birthday. So we like made this whole like weekend out of it. And so I was like, let me see like if I can somehow make it into the clubhouse, right? Because obviously it's like the motherland. Like I've been dying to go for God only knows how many years, right? So it all worked out. I was able to go to a taping and uh, I'll kind of give you the rundown of like how it all went down. So we got there and we were like waiting to get in and it's a small audience. So everybody was like super excited and they're just like obviously Bravo fans as well. So we're waiting to get in and we see Alexia walk in and that's when we knew like she was going to be our guest and It was so cool. They, like, take you in. There is, like, when you get off the elevator, like, this bar area where you have, like, photo opportunities you can do that are, like, super fun. They have, like, a smaller version of the bar that's in the clubhouse that you can take, like, a photo behind like you were the bartender. There's, like, cutouts of Andy. And they have props where you can do, like, your own Real Housewives intro holding, like, a diamond, an apple, a peach, whatever. And then... There's obviously a bar where you can, like, get drinks before you go in. And then they take you into the clubhouse. And I felt like I was having an out-of-body experience. It was so freaking cool. Because obviously, right, like, I'm obsessed with Bravo. And I've gotten to go to BravoCon. And I've gotten to go to, like, other Bravo events. But I've watched Watch What Happens Live for so long. And uh, the clubhouse is obviously such a staple, like, in the Bravo world. There's so many things there. There's the bunny, the ball gag, Tamara's implant, like, literally so much. And you see these things on TV, but when, like, they're literally right in front of you, you're like, holy shit, this is so cool. So we go in, and it was such a vibe. They were, like, playing such good music, trying to, like, get you hyped up for the show. And uh, we got to sit through the taping, obviously, if you watched it on... Wednesday night, um, you saw it was with Alexia from Real Houses of Miami and Sofia Vergara. And it was just so cool. It was just so freaking cool to just like see how, like, what goes into it. You know what I mean? Like, being able to be there when you watch it, like, every night. It's just, it was just such a cool experience. So, so grateful to 
the watch that happens live people and to bravo it was just like such a cool experience maybe i'll make it there again i'm not gonna push it but i'm just happy that i got to go there at least once and then uh, that was it it's so quick it really is just like it goes by like in the blink of an eye and i just like i'm bummed it's over i did get to like i took so many photos so many videos so i'll at least have those i shared some content over on my instagram page if you want to check that out go ahead um and you can take a look and see at what i posted over there but who knows maybe one day i'll go back maybe i'll get to like bartend or like be a guest who's to say but overall successful new york city trip got to do watch what happens live got to do pillows and beer and uh, did so much other fun stuff and so i don't know what the next trip is going to be like that's going to be bravo related i literally have just been saying yes to everything that kind of comes my way so whatever whatever falls into my lap next i'll make sure to tell you guys all about but it really is just like it's so cool that i get to do this stuff and it's all because of you guys so i appreciate it but we have so much to talk about guys there are rumors swirling i want to hit on just a couple things from a couple of the shows so let's just get right into it all right guys i typically would start off with the shows but there is so much being talked about right now online about Southern Hospitality's Joe Bradley and the Countess. So, the Countess and Joe Bradley filmed an episode of Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday. So, I'm kind of kind of take you guys through the timeline of like what happened and just give you like my thoughts about the rumors because it's being rumored that they were flirty and that like something may have happened between the two of them. So, on Wednesday, an interview dropped with Us Weekly that Joe Bradley did where he said that he was uh, he had said that he was pressing the brakes on his romance with Danielle from Summerhouse. Now, if you watch the entire video interview, which I did, you will learn that the way that they had put that in the headline is not exactly what he was like what he was saying. He more so had said that he is that it's not even just him, that they are just not labeling labeling each other boyfriend and girlfriend just yet, but she is the only girl that he is talking to. So obviously the outlet ran with that, you know, what, for whatever reason, but they're still talking, right? So yesterday Danielle had posted as well that she was with Joe, like in the hotel room, they were together. So obviously guys, they're still like, talking they're just not exclusive or official just yet if it happens it happens if not i mean whatever maybe they're just having fun who's to say but there were obviously people talking because they knew that joe was going to be filming with luann that luann was gonna love joe joe's a handsome guy he's fun he is just like super cool so obviously with luann's track record we know she loves a good looking guy she is she is like a man eater. She's amazing. I like good for her. She like does she knows what she wants. She goes after it. So obviously there were we knew there were gonna be like something was gonna happen. There were gonna be rumors or something. So then another article dropped 
from Us Weekly on Thursday morning saying Luanne de Lesseps and Southern Hospitality's Joe Bradley were all over each other after Watch What Happens Live appearance. And this was an exclusive. So they ran with this article. And in the article, they did state that a source close to Joe denied that this happened. And then page six dropped an article, Luanne de Lesseps, 58, and Joe Bradley, 28, all over each other um, being flirty after the Watch What Happens Live appearance. So they're just like, people are saying that they saw them like all over each other. And uh, Joe had taken to Instagram when he had seen these headlines and he had just posted like, we were out with a big group of people at the hotel bar after Watch What Happens Live. Danielle was there too. Nothing to see here. Please move on. Then Danielle takes to her Instagram and just puts like a black screen with white wording saying in what world and then proceeds that with a clip of the cast from Southern Hospitality on their Miami trip, which is going to be what aired yesterday night saying now this is worth tuning into meaning like watch southern hospitality because the drama between there is no drama between like joe me and the countess she doesn't believe it she's saying that she was there all of that guys like holy crap like that's a lot of work to go into kind of just like shutting down a rumor swirling so who the hell knows what actually happened there's always three sides to every story in this case, there's four. There's Danielle's, Joe's, Luann's, and the truth. I don't believe it. I really, I just, I don't. I, uh, I just, yeah, I just, that's my, that's just, that's my opinion. I just, I don't think anything happened with the Countess and Joe. I just think that so many people assume something would that maybe a rumor was just made out of thin air. I have no idea, but. With that said, the internet is going crazy over the fact that something potentially could have happened between Joe and Lou, but I'm just, I'm here to tell you that I just don't think that it did. There's a, there are a couple other rumors that are swirling, right? So aside from the hookup rumors between those two, um, we did get footage of Alexis Bellino. She was caught filming for season 18 of Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, TMZ did report that she is coming back as just a friend. So all of the ladies are back filming with the exception of Taylor. So they're saying Alexis is coming back in this friend role. She was spotted filming with Emily and Heather Dubrow. And there are a lot of people that are really kind of like, they're in, from what I can see or what I notice online, there are a lot of people that are either like, it's kind of half and half with how you guys feel about Alexis being back. So many people are against it because they think that it's doing Shannon dirty by bringing this woman in. I personally love the mess. I want to see it. To me, it's like, okay, Alexis and Shannon don't know each other. They never filmed together. So it's not like they're friends or Alexis did anything behind Shannon's back. Do they possibly run in the same circles? Obviously, they were both housewives. They probably both know the same people. But Alexis doesn't owe anything to Shannon. Could Alexis be coming into the season kind of like using that as like her purpose to come back on the show? Probably. Who's to say? I mean, who wouldn't? If you have 
something that easy in your lap. Why wouldn't you if you were looking to get back on TV? I'm interested to see how it's going to play out if they're going to end up. I'm assuming they would end up like in the same place at the same time. I'm interested to see Shannon's reaction as to how she deals with Alexis if they ever do come face to face about anything. We have so much time before that even happens because filming did just start, I believe, this week. So we're not going to get this until the end of the year, probably. But I'm ready for it. Orange County like knew what they were doing when they brought her back in. I mean, listen, we watch Housewives for the messiness, the opulence, all of that stuff. I don't know since when some I don't know when so many of you guys all became like and it's not even like you guys, it's just like a lot of like the keyboard warriors. It's not you guys at all. It's like the trolls on the internet are just like Justice for Shannon. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I guess it's just like, I don't know why when everyone started defending people like this. I have no idea. But I'm excited to see what's going to happen with it. Orange County season 18 coming back. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, hopefully we get it before the end of the year. I know, guys. I know. I got a little excited with that uh, Countess Luann and Joe Bradley rumor. And typically I give you guys like the news and like all of that at the end of the episodes. I'm doing it at the beginning because there's just like a couple things that like I really want to hit on. Another ta- another like news thing that broke, Hannah Burner from Bravo Summerhouse sets her first Netflix comedy special. Now, this is huge for Hannah, for the Gigglers, the Little Dialers, the Little Devils. I put it in my caption for her post. And I'll just read it to you guys because I literally, like, I'm so proud of her. She's so funny. I've seen her in person, like, in her shows probably, like, four times by now. She is blown up on TikTok with, like, the younger people. There are so many people over on TikTok that follow her that didn't even know she existed on Summer House because they they don't watch Bravo. So this is, like, very well-deserved. She's hilarious, and she she really earned this. So it's due to film in March. And guys, like the Philadelphia girlies scooped up all those pre-sale tickets. I went to go get one because I was going to go, but they all sold out. I don't know if that was just pre-sale or just like the whole show, the whole show in general. But if I'm able to get a ticket, I'm definitely going to go see her. So I did um, the caption, which is like, you know, what, I'm going to like pat myself on the back for it because I thought it was pretty funny. Was a major moment for the giggler community, little devils, little dialers, the ski community, women in STEM, Charlie Puth, and Haley Bieber. The gigglers will get it. They know it's like to me the per- it encapsulates everything. Also, women in the arts, like congratulations to Hannah. That's it, like super major. Also, if you guys haven't, her husband Des Bishop did release a comedy special on YouTube, and uh, I forgot the name of it. Don't kill me but i watched the whole thing and it was fucking hilarious so if you get the chance go over to youtube and check out his special because it was so funny now some big news that dropped on tuesday that we need to discuss monica garcia departs the real housewives of salt lake city after her breakout debut season now this information dropped just like hours before the final part of the Salt Lake City reunion. 
And uh, I want to know what you guys think about it because I'm kind of bummed about it. And I'll tell you why. I think Monica really was the reason that season four was so freaking good and had the ratings that it did. And I understand where the other women are coming from because of what she did. And if Monica would have approached it differently, she probably wouldn't have to take a season off. Now, they are saying that this is from people. They're saying that um, essentially she was fired. But other outlets are saying that she's just on a break, that she's on pause. And I don't know what to believe. I guess I'll just believe it like when the time comes and if she ever pops back up on TV, I'll just be happy with it. So I am just like, I'm, I'm bummed about it. Cause I just, I liked Monica. I thought that she was so good on the show. Now I will say on the reunion and in watch what happens live, Heather, her big thing was the fact that this woman was an Instagram troll and really did like harass them relentlessly and post about them day after day after day, multiple times a day for probably two years. And that's just ridiculous. Now, there was a point in the Salt Lake City reunion where Heather had said that they had posted this thing about her and had tagged every Bravo account in the universe. I was tagged in that post, and that is when I unfollowed that account. I know, sorry, I didn't follow them. That's when I untagged my, I like blocked them. So that way I wasn't posted and I like I didn't come up in that because I hate when people do that. Like, don't tag me in shit that you're trying to promote to get your point across if you if other people don't have the same opinion. Do you know what I mean? Now Heather did also make a very valid point where she says that all a lot of the house from other franchises will agree that social media is the hardest part of the job because of the internet trolls. And she's not wrong. There are a lot of fucked up people online that either create accounts to trash talk and like take people down, post like insane rumors, post like their financial records and like stupid shit like that. And uh, then you get the people that follow them who are just kind of like the worst type of people that really have no idea how to act or like take no one else's thoughts or feelings like into consideration. And that I just like, don't fuck with, like, I don't get behind that at all. Now, if you guys follow me, you know, I keep it nice over here. We post clips of shows coming up. We post news about the shows. We post like exclusives and fun memes. And I don't take any of the shit that you guys may talk negatively about in the comments. I delete them. If you tag the Bravo Liberty, the network, or like anyone to like hope that they see your comment and it's like negative, I will automatically like not let you comment anymore. I'll just restrict you. Like, I don't know if it's my page. Like, if I don't agree with what you're doing or how you're acting, I'm just like, sorry, your privileges will just be cut. So I understand what she's saying because I see it all the time, even just kind of like scrolling feeds like i'm just like what the fuck is this it's what it's wild like so i understand what she's saying and i just people i guess i just wish people would take more into consideration like the feelings of other people because they do 
signed up to be on reality TV and like provide us entertainment, but it doesn't give you the, it doesn't give you the right to be a dick. You know what I mean? So, but with that said, she's taking some time off and she will not be back for season five. I will say this, although Monica was a fan favorite in season four and probably the reason for the high ratings that they did have, I'm interested to see what happens with the ladies moving forward now that they are all like good. You know what I mean? They're all saying that Monica, like having this common thing go down, brought them all together. I'm interested to see how they move forward without it. Are they going to remain besties? Who knows? Like, I highly doubt it. (laughs) We'll see. But they're due to start filming in a month. And there are already rumors swirling of two new Salt Lake City housewives. Their names, I forgot. I don't know. Um, but you will probably see information about that floating around once filming starts and maybe they, people catch them like out while they're, while they're filming the new season. But that's a wrap on Monica as of right now. Who knows? Maybe she'll end up on another show. House of Villains would be great for her. I've seen traitors thrown out a bunch, so that would be interesting. I, uh, I'll take her in whatever aspect I can get on television. I'm sorry. It's just, it is what it is. I thought she was great reality TV, so I'm here for it. Another fun thing that we didn't get to talk about last week, but we obviously know that there is a new show coming out, The Valley. It's going to be with the old VPR, like some of the old VPR people, Jax, Brittany, Kristen, her new boyfriend, Luke, and a bunch of other people. But there was an interview that was released by Alex Baskin telling us pretty much how the intro to that show is going to happen. And I'm here for it because every time they've done something like this, it's been a hit, knock out of the park. So in episode eight of Vanderpump Rules season 11, there's going to be a crossover and it's going to be a conversation between Jax and Tom Sandoval. And he said that they're, Jax is going to be able to say some things to him that he's always wanted to. And then he's going to leave, get in his car and drive over the mountain into the valley. And we're going to get the valley. So I'm excited about that. It's very reminiscent of how Vanderpump Rules started with the lead-in from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, as well as Summer House. They went right from Vanderpump Rules into Summer House when some of the girls from VPR went and visited the twins in season one of Summer House in the Hamptons. So... I feel like they know what they're doing. I think it's going to be a good show. I'm so excited for it. I've been following now the cast members from the new show. So I think it's going to, I think it's going to be a hit and I just, I can't wait for it. I just, I love this stuff. So that's that on the news. Like that is really kind of all I had for you for that. I do want to talk to you guys about Salt Lake City Reunion Part 3. And then if we have some time, I might get into a little bit of Beverly Hills, but I really want to hit on Salt Lake. So let's take a little trip over to Utah. All right, guys. So we got Salt Lake City Reunion Part 3. This was the final part of the reunion. Season 4 is a wrap. And they really got into like the reality of everything. So... 
I'm just going to kind of run through like my thoughts and like the notes that I took about the episode because there's a there's a lot to talk about here. So, Monica had said that she did not create the page, but she did post under the page. Now, she said multiple times that there are probably about six people who are under reality Vontese. Not one of the ladies chose to believe her. They really just think it's Monica and that anything that was posted on that page was posted by her no matter how many times she tells her. It was not only her. It sounds like Jen was involved in it. Um, I believe maybe Koa. Like, I have, I don't know all the people. But it wasn't just Jen. Now, Heather did call out Monica for all the stuff that she had posted for her or about her over the past two years and, like, tagging the ladies and, like, everybody and took out her phone and really, like, showed Andy and scrolled. Now, after 24 hours, it deletes, but it'll still say so-and-so tagged you in something, and you can just scroll, and it's just hundreds of tags from Reality Bounties tagging Heather and, like, everyday stuff. Now, Monica said that the reason that that was done was to get the ladies' attention on what they were trying to get out there about Jen. So from what it sounds like, Reality Vontis already had the ladies' attention. So you didn't need to really kind of overdo it with tagging them and stuff and bombarding their DMs. It just like, I don't know. I feel like there's maybe a better way to go about it. You start to look fucking crazy if you're tagging people and stuff all day, every day. Nobody wants to see that in their DMs. You look, you look dumb. But... It is what it is. I mean, it's already done. Nothing you can do about it now. And it wasn't just Heather. It was all of the ladies. And then they, like, really did pull out, like, DMs where you can see, like, Angie was responding to stuff. But it was harmless. Like, it was just, like, normal reactions to stuff. So we then get to a point where Monica pulls out this burn book. And let me tell you, from the previews, I thought that this was going to hit Like, I thought it was going to be, like, oh, my God, reunion receipt, like, Hall of Fame. It was a major flop. So she put together this burn book. And then in the beginning, she did, like, Kiji stuff, like, about Andy, like, saying, oh, he fucks the other half of New York. Because remember Lisa's hot mic moment where she said Meredith fucks half of New York. She used the other half of New York for this reference to Andy in the burn book. Which, like, I get what she was doing, but it just didn't, it, it missed. Like, it it wasn't it. But she then had a few other things calling herself, like, oh, don't trust this bitch. She's a fugly slut. And then all she really did was take the posts from Reality Vontese, print them, and put them in the burn book. That's nothing. For that, you could have just opened, you could have just brought your phone, opened up the Instagram app, and showed them what you had posted. It just didn't hit. I mean, I feel like if you you were trying to take a like a move that Monique did a couple seasons ago with her binder, and you it was a flop, sis. I'm sorry, I love you, but it was a flop. Now, what Monica should have did, what and I've said this before. I believe I said it earlier in this podcast. Was she should have led with the fact that she was reality Bontis. Now I've seen this a couple times on Watch What Happens Live, and I completely agree. If she would have led with that, saying like, oh my God, 
we have so much in common. You guys were hurt by Jen. I was hurt by Jen. The way that you guys handled it is different than the way I did. I started this account called Reality Von Teese, and I chose to just air all her dirty laundry, and you guys just decided not to. I feel like there may have been a window there of opportunity for them to forgive her for what she did. But I think they're very hell. They're very like stuck in the fact that she held it uh, like all season long and didn't even tell them that she, they, she had to get found out. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it would have made a difference with, because they really like, they really did say that they think that like she was kind of a fucking dangerous human being is what, like almost what they were kind of describing it as. So even if she did say she was reality, Vontese, I don't know what the reaction would have been because these women made it seem like they were being bullied 24 seven for like two and a half years. So, I mean, who's to say, but it would have been interesting to see. I mean, I'm right. Hindsight's 2020. Now, if you go back, like, how the season would have gone if that is how it would have, if, if that's how it would have started. So guys, there was a hilarious moment in this episode where they kind of like, they brought up Monica talking to Lisa Barlow and bring like in Monica referencing Lisa taking a private jet with Snoop Dogg and her friends. I don't know if, if you guys, you guys probably remember this. It was from earlier in the season. And uh, this really opened up a whole like can of worms into like how crazy everything ended up being with Reality Vontese and like Monica in general was because Lisa says, I know how you got that information. I know because I told Jen that's what I was doing. And the way that Monica found out was that Monica was watching the security cameras in Jen's house. So Monica says that Jen had her set up a security system in the house, but put it in her name. So Monica was watching the footage, maybe like off her phone and kind of just taking the info and like listening to what people were saying, which is fucking weird. That is crazy as hell. Now she kept saying, it's my security system. It's my security system. Like girl, no, it may be in your name, but it's recording someone else's house. Like just because your friend had you put it in her in your name doesn't mean that it's yours. It's like almost very peeping Tomish. It's weird, right? <laughs> like this is kind of where like my mind, it's like a mind fuck with Monica because I don't know what to think anymore. Because I'm just like, okay, she was amazing reality TV. And then I'm like, okay, well, she did this crazy shit. Like she was watching security footage. And that's just where, like, the line gets bored for me. I have no idea. But we then learn, they talk about Monica driving by Jen's house. Now, Monica said she drove by about two to three times. And apparently it was more, according to Heather, she said maybe about 20. But she was driving by her house, doing stakeouts, and they showed video of her and whoever she was with, like, driving by the house and, like, pulling up and she said that she was trying to catch Jen drinking and driving and why you asked she said because the FBI told her to (laughs) she said the FBI told her to drive by the house and catch her drinking and driving now what I think she actually meant was that 
she wanted to go and catch Jen doing something bad because she was on, I don't know if she was on parole or whatever, but no, she's not on parole, right? She just went to jail. Probation? I have no idea. She wanted to get Jen in trouble. Jen, if where it would come down to the fact that if they caught Jen drinking and driving, they could call the police and get her in trouble. And that, I think that's what they were trying to do, but that's not how it came off when she was saying it. She was kind of making it sound like the FBI asked her to like to like tail Jen. And it, that's just not it. Everybody went crazy. Everybody could not stop laughing. Andy was like, what the fuck? Like it was insane. It was crazy. And that was like literally the funniest fucking part. And from that I was just like, what like what is going on? It is, it's just, it's too much. And uh, from there, they do get into more about how they're talking about like the hard part of the job being social media. I had already went over with that. You got, I already went over that with you guys earlier in this episode. I'm not going to touch on it, touch on it again, but this is where it gets interesting. Lisa kind of got mad, right? She kind of turned into New York Lisa for a second. And she said, I can't believe you guys brought her on the show knowing that she had that troll account and like put us in that position. And Andy was like, I can guarantee you nobody knew. And Lisa goes, oh, well, she said that they knew. So Andy looks at Monica and asks her, Monica says that production knew that she had the page and that she told them about that during her casting. Andy flat out said, if you would have told us that you ran a burner account, we would not have casted you. Now, a lot of the casting pages that did casting for Salt Lake City, the one specifically that I do follow, was very immediate to respond and said that they knew nothing about it. I'm going to go with the fact that they didn't. I think that... I think that I just don't think they did. I don't think they knew about it, right? So I just like it just goes further to say like not everything that comes out of Monica's mouth is true. But guys, don't get me wrong, I'm still I'd still watch her on reality TV. She's reality TV gold. Monica Garcia. What are her stand names? Do we know? Like I I don't know. But it, it is what it is. It just gets this at this last part of the reunion was just freaking wild, right? Because now we still have to talk about Heather's black eye. And this is where I get kind of annoyed. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to get into the black eye part of it. The reason I get annoyed is because for three years, three seasons on this show, these ladies have like defended Jen. They have hung out with her. They have like stood by her while she was defrauding grandmas, selling baby blankets on the farm. Like if you watch that Hulu special, like it was just wild. Like they, she did like horrible shit to people. And they all stood by her because they believed that what Jen was saying was her truth, but they won't talk to someone or film with someone who maybe tagged them in a few 
rude posts? I don't know. I don't know because I'm not in that position. I, one, would never be sneaky about having an account and trolling. Like, I don't troll people to begin with. But I just don't understand, right? Like, it just, I feel like the punishment doesn't fit the crime. And I feel like what Jen did was 10 times worse. But I guess where I can see it is the fact that, like, Monica wasn't their friend. She didn't start this show with them. Jen did, and so they kind of had more loyalty to her, I guess. And then Monica came in after, in the middle of all this stuff, after harassing them. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore, guys. It's driving me crazy. It really is. So let's get into the black eye. Heather gets a black eye. Heather says um, that they were drunk, but she doesn't, and she doesn't know exactly what happened, but she knew that Jen gave her the black eye. And the next morning, Jen had came to her room and they had talked about it. And Jen looked at her and said, did I get that? I did that, didn't I? And Heather goes immediately, don't worry, I'll cover for you. Fucking crazy as hell. That's, she's crazy as hell. Instead of instantly like telling production that her cast member hit her, why? Because she's scared of her. She says, I'm going to cover for you. And then proceeds to like later on throughout time pretend like start blaming production like what and regardless of like if she was joking about it right it's still like not cool it's not cool that you would and andy said this perfectly on watch what happens live even at the reunion that like production would never cover up a crime or an assault and like put the talent's like safety at risk. And for Heather to joke about it just wasn't funny. And it wasn't. And Heather literally did say, like, I apologize to you, Andy, to the ladies, to the network, to the audience. Saying that it got bigger than what she could handle. And I uh, I believe that because she really did for so long stick to, I'm not gonna tell ya. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Like, it is what it is. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, season's over. We're not going to talk about it anymore. But people could not, they just couldn't let the black eye go. And uh, I don't blame them. Like, you put this black eye on the show and then you, like, don't tell anyone how you got it. It's like, it's weird. The fact that, like, I don't know. It just, it makes me mad. It does. It makes me mad that she even did that. But, at least we finally know the truth. And there was a very nice moment at the end of the reunion where Andy did say, like, you know what, guys? I am just ha- I can't believe that, like, after all these years, we're still sitting here cleaning up the mess of this lady, meaning Jen. She's in prison. Like, it really did feel like the Jen Shaw portion of Real Houses of Salt Lake City sealed, done. The ladies don't ever have to talk about it again now that all of the truth is out there and they can now move forward. And I'm excited to see how they move forward in the se- like in season five because I think it really does have so much potential. So I'm excited to see who the new ladies are that they're going to bring in. I'm excited to see the bonds that the ladies have after going through all of this stuff with Monica. I'm excited to see what Monica's going to do while she's not on the show in Maybe we'll see her again on another season. Who's to say? I don't know where we stand with Mary. I mean, she was so much comedic relief this season. And 
she even said like if they're willing to get to know me then i will be more than happy to share my life with them and then come back so who is to say there is so much going on i do believe all the ladies are set to come back to start filming season five in a month that's heather whitney meredith lisa angie k and uh, i'm excited i'm excited and then two new ladies potentially a friend of i don't know but until that time comes salt lake city's over and thank god because that was stressful great reunion to everybody season five everybody that was involved in that production did an amazing job i really enjoyed the season i think it was the best one yet out of the four scenes they've been on the air, this was definitely top tier for me. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully there's nowhere you can go but up. But, guys, with that said, we covered a lot today. I wanted to get into Beverly Hills, but I just don't have the time to do it now. We're definitely going to talk about it, though, because I have thoughts on what's going on with Crystal and Anna and Marie and, like, all that stuff. So I will definitely make sure to cover it in the next episode, but I hope you guys have a great weekend. Don't forget. Unfortunately, we do not have a Southern charm pop up this week because Southern charm is over, but I think I'm going to pick it up in a couple of weeks with another show and then just do an episode solely on that show. So that way we make sure we get it covered, but I can't even say go bills because we're done. I don't know. I hope you guys have a great weekend and a week to come, and I will talk to you guys next week. Love ya. Bye. A Huda Media Production.